Alrighty, folks, we have the one and only Casey from Brick by Brick Wealth. She is our newest and latest millionaire expert on the channel. She comes to us every Monday afternoon. Casey, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you today, Michael? I'm doing very well. So I stalk you on Instagram. I think everybody mm -hmm. should follow you on Instagram. It's Brick, Brick by Brick Wealth is her page. Go say hi from one rental at a time. But you had a post the other day talking about how you and your husband on one income became millionaires in your 30s. So there were six things that you did. I thought we should look at that and, and talk about them. Sure. So the overall the the overall theme of getting anywhere in life is sacrifice. You know? Oh, I mean, it's looks, a four-letter word. That's what they're all, all six things is all sacrifice. You know, and it really is. And I feel like so many people are looking for the quick ticket, you know, there's got to be this get rich quick scheme. I'm going to, you know, try and find this unicorn and I'm going to go after it. I just haven't found any unicorn things. It really is just sacrifice. I mean, so the first thing, you know, that we did to become millionaires in our 30s is basically overall in a nutshell, save everything we could and buy real estate. That's that's the overall theme. How did we do that? We didn't spend on luxury vacations. I had friends going to Walt Disney World trips and spending 10 to 15,000 for a week vacation. Wow. We didn't do that. You know, we would go camping. We would maybe go to the beach. Um, and, you know, gosh, even Airbnbs at the beach were, because now we're in Tennessee. So we have to go pay for a place at the beach. When I still live in California, we could drive there in 30 minutes. So there was no wow. staying overnight. But now we have to do that because it's eight hours. But, you know, it's trying to find the, the more affordable sort of vacations and not go on luxury vacations. The other one was we didn't buy new cars. I mean, we barely just bought Blake a truck. I mean, this past year, um, last year, I guess it's been almost a year. We bought him a truck. It was used. But before that, you guys, the last cars that we bought were when we were both in college. That was the last new cars we got. Otherwise, we bought, we get used cars. I had Blake was, you know, we do our own renovations and he was piling his tools in the back of his 2006 Nissan Altima and going house to house. We had no truck. I had an old GMC Envoy that I had gotten from Blake's mom. And we still have that. It barely runs. We need to sell it. But, you know, just, you know, I had friends that had brand new cars making car payments, those seven, $800 a month payments. We were running our old cars into the dirt. We did not want to spend money on a, a car payment. Yeah. You know. Yeah. When, when I think one, about this, yeah. When I think about these, um, how were you guys always on the same page? It seems like you and your husband are on the same page, but what did you guys just click about money or was one a spender and one a saver? What about that? We're on the same page. We're both savers. We both have like 850 FICO scores, save all our money, make smart decisions. You know, um, we're very frugal. Um, Blake comes from a family where his parents have a coupon for everything. They always have a coupon or they won't go. They won't pay for it if there's no discount, no deal. My parents were the opposite. They they spent all their money. Um, and so I grew up going, I'm not going to spend all my money. Like <laughs> it was, I'm that not going to spend all my money. Like I'm going to save it. And then like, you know, I'm half Portuguese. So there was a lot of guilt in my family growing up. And I would feel guilty taking my parents' money. So when I was 16, I got a job. I paid for my own car. I paid for my own stuff. I didn't ask my parents to give me money for my friend's birthday presents. 
you know, so it was always about saving for me. And when I would go to the restaurant, I would pick the cheapest thing on the menu. Like this is back when I was in junior high and high school going out with friends. Like I was always very money conscious. Never, only one time in my life did I have a, a credit card debt. And it was when I was in college, I went to Europe to visit my friend Kelly and I had, and I spent more than I could pay. And it was like $2,000 that I made payments on. Since then, that was like 2001. I have never owed on a credit card bill. So I was just always being money conscious. The other thing that I have on my list was um, my husband contributes to his 401k. So I was a stay-at-home mom for 10 years, did my Etsy shop. Now I do real estate and real estate coaching. So I actually make some of my own money now besides just through investing, which is amazing. And I love it. And it's so needed, like just for my self-worth, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but my husband was the one with a job and a real job, W-2 job. And he would mat do, he would, contribute to his 401k he would get matching i know there's this you know people disagree about contributing to 401k but we contribute um but basically we saved everything we would diy how does blake learn how to rehab houses by himself from youtube university from yeah. trial and error from spending four hours on a plumbing project to figure it out and now we can do it like that you know he can install water heaters he can sweat pipe i mean he was at the rental house yesterday and he, you know, we were moving the dryer. So he's moving and putting a dryer vent, you know, into the, into the property and cutting holes in brick and he can do all sorts of things, but it's all from DIY. So we did not spend on contractors. My friend, you know, down the street, she had all her windows installed by champion windows. They are the most expensive window company ever. $15,000 years ago for windows. What did we do? Went to Home Depot, bought our windows for $163 and put them in ourselves. You know, everything we did was DIY. So we would do everything we could to save money. And the money that we did save, we put it into a down payment for a rental property. Yeah. The other one that you have on your list, number five was a big deal for Olivia and I. It's, it's, it's funny that it's on your list as well as, um, we didn't do any remodels on the place that we lived for 15 years. It was, it was the same stock move in that we did when we, we bought it in whatever that was, 2001. Um, yeah, that was a big deal for us because, again, you know, we've now tricked it out and it's ours. But yeah, for 15 years, it was the same white subtile, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, stuff. my like our kitchen, when we bought this house, our house that we live in now, 10 years ago in 2013. We moved into the house knowing the kitchen was a gutter. Okay, Michael, like it was original wood cabinets painted white. There was a blue Formica countertop and wallpaper for the backsplash. <laughs> I can picture it that. Stayed that. It stayed that way for eight years. Every single year I said, we can put $30,000 into a new kitchen or I can put $30,000 into a rental property. And my answer was always like for a down payment. My answer was always, well, my kitchen doesn't make me money. So I'm going to buy a house instead. And we said that for eight years. Every year we said that, you know, buy a house every year. Every year we said that. And so then one day I have my baby up on the counter in one of those high chair things. And I am cooking. I don't know. I was frying something. I think I was making tortillas. I don't know. And one of the upper cabinet doors falls off and I catch it. Oh my goodness. Wow. Oops. And I'm like, that could have fallen on the pan of hot oil, splashed over my shoulder and burned my baby. So I'm like, like, time okay, to do the now, kitchen now. <laughs> now the kitchen's getting dangerous. <laughs> so 
we had to really start thinking about it because it was falling oh. apart. Literally, the whole yeah. front cabinet under the sink was falling out. I mean, but it's like every year it was embarrassing to have people over because our kitchen was so bad. But it's yeah. like our kitchen doesn't make us money. Right. I can buy another yeah. house for that thirty thousand dollars. I can put that into a down payment. So yes, those were the sacrifices you know that that we made. And if it weren't for those sacrifices, we wouldn't be where we are today. No way. Yeah. When I look at all of these six. There's something I tried to, this is what Olivia and I did, right? So our story is, right, we're we're roughly 30 years old. We're spending everything we have. We don't know any better, right? It comes in, it goes out. Uh, then we start doing this real estate thing. And the first thing we do, or one of the first things is we do a need versus want exercise. Mm-hmm. So we take out our credit cards, our ATMs or whatever. Basically, where's the money going? And we go down all the list and do an, an N for need and a W for want. And then we cross check each other. And just that one exercise over the next 18 months or so, we go from spending a hundred percent to spending 50%. Wow. And uh, that was, that was a powerful, like, cause it was amazing. I don't know. just how everything felt like you had to have it. But when you, yeah. uh, upon reflection, there wasn't a whole lot of have to haves and having that savings, that sacrifice as we started fed our journey. And without it, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be here today. It's a big, it's a big part of, of, especially when you don't have a lot of money to start with, you know, like if you're super rich and you've got a great, amazing, expensive tech job, you can do it all. You can do all the things, but when you have a regular job and then you only have one person working and the other one, not, you know, you really have to pay attention to where your money goes. And I don't budget. I don't like budgeting. I can't do it. I don't like someone telling me no, even if it's my own self, I don't like budgeting. I can't. I got to think of against it, but I will, I am cognizant and aware of where I'm spending my money and where we spend our money now is going out to eat. Like we go out to eat way too much. And I go, look, we've got to stop going out to eat. Every time we go out to the family of five, it's $130. (laughs) That's, you know, my kids don't get kids meals anymore. (laughs) So we're talking one kid's meal and four adult meals and it adds up very fast. So even us cutting back on that helps us save money, but uh, how, would, old, how, how old were you when you got your first rental? 30, 30, mm, I don't remember. I was, it was 2016 and I was born 1982. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cause I was just thinking about how fast, cause again, it's all, it's fun and games to talk about sacrifice and saving and, and delaying gratification. But the, the whole point of that post is one income and now you're millionaires. And it seems yeah. like it was five or six years. It was, it was. And, you know, you turn around and you look at your net worth, you know, after everything you owe and you're like, oh God, it's over a million, you know? Wow. That's so cool. That's and that's crazy. what real estate's all about. Being able to close your eyes, run something basic and simple with, you just make sure you do the right things, but it's simple. Mm-hmm. Just let it go. And Absolutely. your little, your little bank accounts all over the city, which are my houses, they take mm-hmm. care of you in the end. And it's just time. Go. Yeah, okay. So you do an amazing stuff on Instagram. What is your Instagram page? People should follow you and say hi from one rental at a time. Brick by Brick Wealth. Awesome. Thank you so much.